0: And now, here he is, Brandon.
1: And we are about to close the week and one year of the show with a song. And joining me again from Forbes, Scott Mendelssohn.
2: Behold, I have come to you now at the turn of the tide.
1: Quote, unquote, okay. Sean, Sean Connery, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh. With Stuart Townsend, we were talking about earlier. So, Indeed. So, all right. Today, today we are taking a look at the Billy Joel video for Pressure, which comes from his eighth studio album, The Nylon Curtain, which also features the singles Allentown, Goodnight Saigon, as well as the song Scandinavian Skies, which charted despite not being a single. Uh, this album dropped almost 39 years ago to the day... Dropping uh, September 23rd, 1982. Uh, and this song, uh, Billy Joel uh, utilized a synthesizer on it. Uh, the song is about uh, the pressure of songwriting and coming up with new material. Uh, it came from when Joel was about halfway through this album, Nylon Curtain. He'd run out of ideas. And a woman who was his secretary at the time came into the house at one point and said, wow, you look like you're under a lot of pressure. I bet, I bet that'd be a good idea for a song. And he said, thank you.
2: And that's exactly how it'll play out in the biopic. In the biopic, yes. Hey, hear this sad story about Allentown? I hear they're closing all the factories down. What? <laughs> uh,
1: there's, a, there's a single edit for this that removes the third verse and the second bridge of the song. Uh, but this music video version is the full version of the song. And uh so what do you think of the song, Scott? Let's go with let's go with you big Billy Joel fan or
2: I am a Billy I'm a lifelong Billy Joel fan, even if I admit that most of the songs of his that I like are from the three volume greatest hit CDs that he put out here and there over the years. You know, if you put a random grab a random Billy Joel album, I might only recognize half the songs. Gotcha which, you know, that's a blind spot on my end. But the the songs that are contained on the Greatest Hits volumes 1, 2, and 3, yeah, I'm, I've been a big fan of those for as long as I can remember. And this is one of those songs. I mean, the song is pretty self-explanatory in terms of its themes. It was, you know, as you noted, it was written in terms of it, the quote-unquote pressure that Joel felt to being a content creator and a provider as a husband and father.
1: They did not call him um, a content creator back in 1982. <laughs> no, we did not. We need to we need to clarify that. He was an artist.
2: Well, I guess that's true. Um <laughs> as for the video, I mean it's visually quote unquote extreme in a way that a lot of videos from the eighties are.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it's it's you know, it's It was directed by Russell McClurry. Mulca- Thank Mulcahy? you. Yes.
1: There can can be Uh, only one of him.
2: Yes, director of such films as uh, Resident Evil Part Three, The Shadow, and of course the first two Highlander pictures.
1: Uh, He also did that Kim Basinger movie, um, Real McCoy. I noticed. Oh yeah! And recently, forty episodes of MTV's Teen Wolf.
2: I did not know that. Does that mean I should be watching Teen Wolf? I don't
1: know. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he well, he comes from a music video background, so. Um, this being what he worked with Joel a lot. He worked with uh funny enough, Elton John he worked with a lot, uh Duran Duran, Kim Carnes, uh Fleetwood Mac, Queen, Paul McCartney. Just load it wasn't like he worked with a ton of artists, but he did a ton of stuff for the artists he did work with.
2: He certainly had a type.
1: Yeah, um. simply, the only Paul McCartney one he did was uh simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Just had a Fair enough. That's the video he
2: did. Uh, this video is, I mean, it has very, I would say, generic up-culture references, uh, you know, Clockwork Orange. It, it certainly opens with a certain 1970s paranoia, sens- paranoia well, sensibility. Parallax,
1: Parallax view, like, a lot of people think, like, the, the thing he's sitting at, at the beginning... Uh, yeah. And watch it. that's parallax view, though I could see yes. someone saying Clockwork Orange, but it's it's super straight out of parallax view. It is visually uh, copying the parallax view.
2: Including the part where uh, you know, Warren Beatty gets shot at the end. Yeah. Um, I didn't spoil that
1: 40 year old movie. Sorry. It's a great movie anyway. <laughs> watch it. Uh, it's,
2: yeah, cool. it's, it's very good. Very good. Um, you can see the movie that the Russians pretend inspired the Captain America and the Winter Soldier.
1: <laughs> yeah no it's a it's a forgotten middle piece of the Clute and uh, all the president's men. It's a trilogy yes. theme- thematic trilogy uh, from back then about you know political corruption and stuff like that and, uh, behind the closed doors and that one's the forgotten one and it uh, I criterion put it out and I'm like, why
2: don't we talk about this one a lot more? And what's what's I' uh, slightly ironic is that even by the standards of the 1970s, it's cynical as hell. Um, it's deeply pessimistic. It's deeply, you know, I would argue whether without getting it better or worse, I would argue in its own way, it's a, the definitive 1970s, everyone's out to get you movie.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, anyway, I don't want to give away spoilers for a movie that's potentially related to a music video that we're talking about, <laughs> but there is imagery in that film, especially toward the end, that is just the genre in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: There's some Marathon Man in here, too, I noticed. There's a... oh,
2: yeah, that's probably one of my favorite floors of the seventies. I, I would consider that slightly more conventional espionage action, but whatever. You know, tomato, tomato.
1: Well, I just there's some of... visual stuff where he was running through that bridge, and yes. just the kind of area he was at was like, I was like, this kind of looks like Marathon Man, but
2: yeah, I, I do wonder, you know, when because you know, obviously, I watched this video when I was a kid. And I hadn't seen any of these movies yet. You know, where audiences supposed to get. The references to the you know nineteen seventies nineteen eighties
1: cinema, I think or is it something I, I yeah. don't like? I mean, they're recent, so I mean the and yeah. and back when you are growing up in the eighties, all they're talking about is the seventies movie. It's not like now where it's all focused on what movies are coming out. It used yeah. to be focused on respecting the classics um, <laughs> and the new movies were it had a tough time being heralded so high. Now yeah. we like hold up new movies really high right away, and back in the day, a, a stinker might be a class like. Nobody was talking about how great Blade Runner was in 82, The Thing in 82, but now they are, put them in the Hall of Fame, bona fide classics. But back right when this video came out, when those came out, they, you wouldn't have thought that. they were Critics trashed it, so people didn't go see it, and they just figured, well, people didn't like it. didn't make money, and the critics didn't like it. And But these were movies that were... It was, <coughs> Parallax View was an Oscar contender. It was a hit film. Um, had big star Warren Beatty. At the time, it would have probably been on closer on the minds of people now we watching and be like no kid's gonna recognize that <laughs> clockwork orange is iconic people people they kubrick, kubrick oh, yeah. was that, that, a name so you knew his stuff like he was an event
2: yeah i mean even in that film if only because of its iconography and it's it's pardon the expression marquee character in in terms of of malcolm mcdowell's protagonist that film has survived Mm-hmm. Uh, the last fifty years, and it's it's it's. I mean, you could represent in Space Jam, and people right. actually know what you're talking about. Uh, they, um,
1: Ken Russell's the devils was referenced in Space yeah. Jam, but the Kubrickian stuff is more so. There's like a lot of white rooms and the upholstery and stuff in there. Um, really is very Kubrick, reminiscent of Kubrick. Um, the, the scene where he sinks into the the rug and the the lady floats into the wall just the set looks like something out of Clockwork Orange or the, the finale of uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey or something Barry Lyndon-esque.
2: And, you know, to my recollection, and I could be mistaken, I'm going off memory here, I don't recall that many Billy Joel videos being that visually dynamic in that way. No. You know, piano man is, he's a piano man, and the cast of characters at the bar, you know, it's you know, it's our town, basically.
1: Uptown girls, um, just a bunch of mechanics yeah. wopping.
2: It's, you know, uh, for the longest time, is, you know, it uses a high school reunion to have a very literal telling of its song. Right.
1: We Didn't Start the Fire has a lot going on. Um, yeah. Th- that one literally lends itself lyrically to an easy yes. uh, adaptation. It's,
2: you know, historical montage with the family, you know, living their life in the kitchen, which, you know, if you're a small suburban family of that time, that's where life happens. Mm-hmm.
1: This one, it's got like, it's in, for 1982. This MTV not that old. This feels like a yeah. big swing, a huge, like yeah. artistically. He's probably hungry. The director, you know, just getting into the medium is probably trying to do something to make their mark. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff in the 80s. And this one's just pretty big, uh, ambitious going for it for that little four and a half minutes, proving you could do a heck of a lot. I don't know what this costs, but it looks really expensive. Like these sets oh. can't be
2: cheap. Well, Macaulay actually, and I didn't realize, this, he directed the video for "Video Kill the Radio Star"?
1: Oh, wow! So he was the um,
2: the pioneer. So he's yeah, he was. You know, he also directed the turning uh, uh, Japanese video. Oh, okay. Uh, which, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a song that nobody sings in karaoke anymore for obvious reasons.
1: There's some Let's profound see. stuff here, too, that um, yeah. th- there's the, the kid walking through the hallway toward... Like, all the doors are locked. It's a white hallway at the end. There's a TV monitor. And as he walks there, and quickly, there's one quick shot where he changes into an old man in a wheelchair. Yes. To it, Like, he's forever
2: changing. There's sex on the streets, and all of a sudden, he's old in a wheelchair, whatever that means.
1: Yeah. And then uh, the one that geez. I... I thought reflective, like oddly prophetic. uh, And I don't think by design, he's in a classroom. And when he goes, he goes to the front where there's like a little monitor, like TV monitor where the teacher is to talk. And is trying to say something (laughs) like we're there now. It's kind of reversed. It's it's reversed, but like we hit that.
2: (laughs) And I believe there's a shot of a child taking a psychiatric medication, Mm -hmm. which, you know, wasn't as burning of an issue as what would come to be in the late, you know, mid to late 1990s. Right. And again, some of this is just, you know, visual imagery for the sake of visual imagery for a deeply symbolic telling of a pretty cut and dry song.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's, you know, that's the music video genre in a nutshell. But yeah, sorry, Billy Joel's songs go. It's certainly one of his more visually dazzling videos.
1: Right, I always like this song because it has like the synthesizer in it. It's like something from the best horror movie that it doesn't go to, like <laughs> the do, um, do, 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 like that.
2: Well, yeah, allegedly, if you play the song in a, in a major key, it sounds like oh
1: God. Yeah, this is yeah a lot of visual stuff. There's like a game show sequence in here. There's just a lot going on. The, like these weird steps leading to an old man in some sort of sci-fi doctor chair and the word applause comes on like it's it's trying to say something about television rotting your brain or technology um, and brainwashing you or telling you how to be there's some somewhere in here it's pretty abstract and ambiguous but I feel like that's the message they are trying to deal here whereas um, the parallax view is about programming an assassin <laughs> Yes. <laughs> pretty much, but this is about program made programming society. Um, I, don't, I don't get what all the water's about in it, but
2: Macaulay directed the "We Didn't Start the Fire" video as well. Oh, yeah,
1: um, yeah like would say he works with Joel many times. He works with Elton John a lot. Um, the drummer
2: and... Sorry, I'm looking at a list of his videos, and it's like, oh, he's you know, total eclipse of the heart, which is yeah, one of the yes. more visually goofy videos the of that era. Yeah. <laughs> And then there is, you know, Allentown, which is a far more cut and dry, you Mm -hmm. know, music video where they're in costume, you know, in the location in question or set, and they're just singing the song. And his last video was Original Sin for his own movie, The Shadow, which is a classically cheesy 80s song, 80s movie theme song. It's just sung by Taylor Dane in the late 90s, mid 90s. You've heard that song, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's 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 a bump, as the kids say.
1: I was a fan of The Shadow back (laughs) then. I have a soft spot for that 90s superhero era,
2: easily. But When we thought that was as good as we were ever going to get.
1: Yeah, like that's true. Now we have the uh, David Ayer Suicide Squad, and it never got any.
2: Threes. No comment. All I'll say is this. I feel bad for some him might because... Some movie. <laughs> I do feel bad for him because his film got torn to shreds because of some other guy's movie was a disaster. yeah at least with the Snyder thing, Snyder's Justice League was compromised because of Snyder's Batman v Superman.
1: Oh, well. They're getting on fine. They're getting on fine. Uh, I
2: thought the tax collector was okay.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, hey, that'll uh, wrap us here. I'm Billy Joel. And for the week, for a year of the Brandon Peters show, it's been crazy. Lots happened. It's a lot different place than when Scott was here the last time.
2: Everything's terrible
1: everything's te- yeah it's terrible that it was good and it we just went <laughs> from the start so
2: it was good your show started and now everything's terrible wait a minute
1: you're bringing it back up started out really good it had a little bit of a comeback with uh tomb raider cradle of life went Fair enough. it was just it was false though was a fake, <laughs> and now it's back up
2: all uphill from here going
1: out on a high but yeah, so thank you, Scott. It's been, oh, you're very welcome. It's been awesome. You were the first like, to do a music video of one of these. And I'll tell you what, that's been one of the most exciting and interesting things. Because some people, we had to figure this out. We it's just hard. We just were like, "Dad, <laughs> do you know this? And some people get it. Some people are yeah. really thrown off by the music videos. I had one a person that was like, can can I just follow your lead? Like, how do you do this? And she was great at it. Like, it was like, yeah. I, I didn't think it'd be that hard to talk about a music <laughs> video for 10 minutes. That's all you got to do. Um, it's, it's, well, minimum, part of it's... I've had people go 40. Uh, oh, wow. I, well, when you talk about Rage Against the Machine and an insurrection happens the week of... Oh, God. Um, you got stuff to talk about when you have a political... Idea, oh, I would imagine. Metal band, um, ...on the song called Testify. Uh, during election week or during inauguration <laughs> week so that was that one went for 40 minutes. yeah that
2: was the thing is like music videos what the, what the heck it's okay whatever yeah. this show
1: something I wanted to do something no one else is doing so got that and it's always good to end a week a song get in your head talk about it reminisce people have really liked the music video stuff I've been they get a lot of comments and attention so appreciate it but Scott uh before we head to the weekend, let people know where they can get pissed at you on the internet or enjoy.
2: Oh, well, getting pissed at me on the internet, that's, that's Twitter. Twitter so yeah. my Twitter feed is at Scott mendelson. you know, Twitter. Uh, if you want to actually read my work, which is usually more measured than my Twitter hot takes Forbes, but ticket booth, Google Forbes, Scott Mendelson the ticket booth. Um, yeah, that's where I am.
1: All right. He's where the money is. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brady4KUHD, written work at YSOBlue.com. Guess what? I'm taking next week off. There's- <gasps> yeah. Slacker. Uh, I'm going to be working on a one-year celebration type week for the show, uh, which begins September 27th. And uh, it's going to be plenty of fun. Uh, you'll still get Old Space Show next week, so you'll still hear from me and Mighty Jim Dietz as we go through Space 1999 <sighs> Season 2. So, back when we, so the show has oddly gotten back to where it started, because when I started, it was Scott and Jim was on Old Space Show Season 1. And oddly enough, it's it wasn't planned this way, but it wound up being Old Space Show, Space 1999 Season 2. So you'll get that next week. Uh, it's going to be plenty of fun, so the, I'll see you guys the 27th. It's going to be a week-long thing of things, stuff of stuff, entertainment. But until then...